Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. This is, uh, this is Andy from the podcast Two in the Think Tank with Andy and Alistair. And uh, I'm just here quickly before the show starts proper to plug a couple of things. And you know what I want to plug? Nothing to do with us. I want to plug some friends of the show. I want mm. you to go and see the show of Matt Stewart... Nostalgia was better when I was a boy. Not only the best name of the festival, mm-hmm. but probably the best poster. But also, the certainly best show. the best show. Matt is so funny. If you've listened to Do Go On or anything on uh, on in You'd recognize Australian dulcet, podcasting dulcet world. Tones. Mm, mm, dulcet tones. Dulcet. Yes. Go and see uh, Jack Druce. Rat Paradise? Rat Paradise. I heard some little bits of the show when it was being put together. I was like, hmm. This is going to be very good. I haven't got along to it myself, but God, I can't wait. Want to go see Alice Fraser? Go and see Alice Fraser. And Kronos? Kronos. You know what? She's maybe the best comedy writer. Absolutely. And uh, a, a, a wonderful performer to boot. Can play the banjo. I'm jealous. You could even see one of her specials. I think The Resistance on Amazon Prime. She's made it. She doesn't even need this plug. She's she doesn't so need you, but that's mm. why you need her. Yes, um, and, and you can also go see Teleport. Oh, tell, all right. Teleport with uh, yeah, friends of the show, Martin and Jerry, mm, um, uh, which friend. is on right now and uh, has been going all right by all accounts. It's, yeah, we've done two shows and it's been going good. I feel like you gave up before I even did in that one. No, no, no. I was, there was a pause. I was about to get back in. Oh, I was, was going to give in. I had to make the loop. I had to make the whole loop continue and make it work within the beat. See, I had to have a little pause. I get it. Yes. Pausing. It's very important. It's an important part. It's that, that thing. It's the notes you don't play. It's the silences between the words that make words have meaning. If you didn't have them, mm-hmm. mm. imagine this: butterfly knife. Mm. What, what does Cha- that mean? It changes the meaning. <laughs> it changes the meaning to not have a gap because now you think it's probably a knife that has a butterfly on it. The gap could be anywhere in that. Or it's a knife for a butterfly. Butterfly but, knife. But then you put a gap. Butterfly. Mm. Knife. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, now you know it's an order to a butterfly. <laughs> Fetch the knife. Fetch my knife. The intruders are here. I mean, a a a flock of trained butterflies. Mm. What what could that be useful for? You know what that could be useful for? Yeah. I'm going to tell you the answer. All the butterflies are different colors. And this is a superhero who can't camouflage themselves, but what they can do is they can summon a flock of butterflies to come and cover their body mm. in a precise arrangement to max match the whatever it is that's behind them. Mm. You know, and they can they're the pixel wings. of the of, of, of the environment. Nature's pixel. You could you could let's develop a form of, of this is this is what would be probably in some fucking Cameron, what's his name? James Cameron, that movie Avatar. Avatar. I bet those blue creatures on that planet. I haven't seen the movie, but I bet those blue creatures on the planet have televisions made out of butterflies. Because you know, you know, the butterflies—they just close up their wings, and it's like they're not there, right? 
they disappear. You're looking down, straight down a butterfly. You can't see it. That's switching off a pixel. It's just black. You just right? see the black body of exactly. the butterfly. You just need three different butterflies next to each other to do the RGB, mm-hmm. right? And then you can... <laughs> and then you can the higher program. resolution, the smaller the butterflies. Mm. They or... already have their own antennas. Oh, that's good. It's perfect. Yeah. And now, how do you get the information to the butterflies? I don't know, probably pheromones. Yell. No, through, that, through, that, through that tree. <laughs> <laughs> Now make it look like a guy's being chased by a by a, a tiger. This would be a great alternative to radio in a non in a world without electricity. Radios you just have people spaced regularly. You know how far do you think you could yell? Hundred meters, two hundred meters. Yeah, just have people spaced two hundred meters apart, and they shout shout things along, and the, they're trained so they can listen while they're shouting trained to and listen. just repeat what they. What they what what's what's being shouted at the exact same time? No, I don't know if you could do that. Yeah, yeah, they have a they have a megaphone or something, and they they have one megaphone for their ear, which goes backwards. And then they have another megaphone for their mouth, which points forwards, mm. and they can shout the the words along. Like a translator who doesn't have to change the change the language. Exactly. Yeah. Surely, if a translator can do it, changing a language, then somebody, if you didn't even have to change the language, do you think you still need to do a course? No, I think, translate- I think you learn on the job. I don't even know if I could translate English to English all that accurately, as accurately as those tests requires. Um, well, you know, there's, there's always going to be signal loss with any form of communication. I think the, butterflies the, or yelling. I think the butterfly camouflage person, mm. I think the one aspect which is bad for them mm. is that really seeing a, a big flock of butterflies flying yeah. is going to really attract the eye. <laughs> yeah, Unless they yeah. can fly and always mimic the... The background from the but, sky. but how do they do it from the point all points of view? Mm, it's tricky, isn't it? You can, you can only camouflage from like one person. Well, they they exist in a two dimensional universe. I didn't tell well, you that. I feel like <laughs> I feel like squid can see in a different way. Squid and octopus can see in a different way that allows them to camouflage better. Yeah, right. How do they do that? How mm. do they know what's behind them? Yeah, but they, they I reckon they can see. But they can't see behind them. They've still got eyes in the front of their head, don't yeah, they? Yeah, but they, but it's kind of like you know, it's sticking out. It is bulbous. It is quite bulbous. Feels like they could probably see to the side. They probably have very strong peripheral vision. And butterflies do have those kinds of those eyes that are sort of those balls, right? Those rounded, mm. multifaceted uh, kind of what are you? Compound eye, they call mm. it. Is that like the one a, where you can just stare straight into the sun? They can fine? stare straight into the sun for as long as they want. That's good. They're laughing at us. Yeah, you, you, you know so? that? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't even know they could laugh. Yeah. Oh, what would okay. you do if you were in a in your house and at nighttime you heard <laughs> at nighttime, right? Not a voice that you recognize. <laughs> you turn on the light next to your bed. It's just a moth in the house. I mean, in the room. In terms of the things, your family's away for some reason. In terms of the things Trouble that could be laughing, the things that could be laughing yeah. in my house yeah. at night. The moth is absolutely the one that I'm the most equipped to deal with. Yeah. You know, I just catch it in a cup, I put it outside. That laughing moth is gone for my life. Like, I, uh, you I, would... I, I hear laughter in my empty house at night yeah. and I find out it's from coming from a moth. I am the most relieved man who has ever lived. I know, but firstly... Nothing could what, be less You're just going to let a laughing moth go? <laughs> Because there's the push and pull, isn't there? Of course, you want to be rid of this moth that is unsettling you. But at the same time, you you don't want to hold back signs a thousand years by letting the one laughing moth go. Mm. 
Yeah, you're 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 right. I and mean, suddenly now it's think in your what hands we could learn laughing. from that moth. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't know. I mean, I'm interested to know it what it's be, laughing at. It could be one of your relatives coming back. Do moths laugh in the same at the same things as us? Do they have the same sense of humor? It's dark and they're and you're sleeping and they're laughing. I don't think they've got the same sense of humor. <laughs> unless you might they, have been remembering something from that's earlier. That's true. It's true, but unless <laughs> You sleeping is funny to them. Mm. That would be dangerous. You know, mm. not dangerous, but it would be unsettling if if creatures just found it funny. Imagine, do you think ants and bugs and spiders and stuff like that know when we're sleeping? Because they must walk all over us while we sleep. They right? do with impunity. Yeah. yeah, I think they do. They probably go in and out of the nose. You think so? Yeah. Without, and you just go. <laughs> yeah, they're sometimes. just peering in there. Yeah, they would. And they go in the ear. I mean, they, you know, there's, there's definitely documented things of scorpions crawling into people's ears while they're sleeping on the grass. Yeah. You get stung inside the brain. Yeah. And you go mad. But it'd be good if there was a positive, you know, like, is there any scorpions or insects that that do a positive thing when they sting you, where it kind of gives your brain a bit of extra juice, you know? Mm. Like, is it something like, it goes, ah, that's that, like, it's like, you know, it's like a chemical that actually helps your brain. It's like... Uh, you know, let's say the the scorpion had eating been been eating a bunch of ginkgo, mm, mm. ginkgo biloba, sure, and it actually makes your brain. It's like and so this poison is just just a, pure, just, just a pure. You know, it's like rush five hundred milligrams, <laughs> and then suddenly the next day you're like, I remember things very well. Well, maybe we could train them to administer vaccines. It seems crazy. So you could just instead of. Because it could be scary for kids mm. to, <laughs> to take it to a vaccine. Get it yeah. So you could sort of lower them into a pit of scorpions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, 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 you know, have a spiders crawling all over their as bodies. As soon as there's one owl, mm. you know it's, it's been done. It's been done. Yeah. It's, you know, it's sort of like a, like a sheep drench. Or you, instead of being full of, you know, um, liquid um, fly spray. It's a, it's, a, it's a big pit of scorpions. Like I don't you mind just, the... Uh, you just herd the kids through it. Yeah, scorpion. I I mean, I guess that's how you could do criminals. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but I mean, it feels like inside a scorpion or a creature, like that in that part where they would maybe have their point. It could be a place where you could breed a vac, like a like a, a, a maybe maybe we could genetically engineer scorpions to be as big as men, right? And then they could become they could just train to be nurses, and then. But they'd have to be single-use. This is the problem with scorpions. Why do they have to be single-use? Because otherwise you'd be spreading... You, you've got to sterilize those stingers. You'd be spreading all sorts. Yeah. You can't reuse the scorpions. needles, sharing needles. Well, I think, I think then, when that happens, mm. the scorpion is free to then live the rest of its life. Mm. You know, it's, done its, it's done its civil duty. So it's like a military man mm. or woman. Finishing, you know, their 40 years, they get a pension. <laughs> you know, they, go, they get to go and live. They in get the, put up. They get put up and they're sort of organizations. Yeah, they're given five for, acres that for they helping, can farm for themselves. Helping them deal with their mental health and stuff yeah, like that. So the same okay. thing should happen for the scorpions. Mm. They, they get trained medically, mm. raised, things like that. And, you know, tax-free income. Mm. And then... Put out to pasture. Put out to pasture and they can breed and make it more. It's um, a... Seems like the perfect system as far as I'm concerned. God, I had the best, the best little vision popped into my head while mm. you were talking there. Yeah. And now I'm just fighting to get it back. But it's, oh, 
I'm so sad. Was it a scorpion on a farm? No, I don't think it was. No. Hat wiping its brow. No, no, I don't think it was yeah, any of that. A little scorpion farmer's daughter. Mm, no, no. But anyway. Getting on top of a little scorpion horse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's like a horse, but it's got that kind of ribby body that looks mm. like, you know, scorpions kind of look, I think they look like they were ribs for their pleasure. Mm, yeah. You know? <laughs> they, got a, they got a carapace, I think. They got mm. that exoskeleton. Yeah. A segmented exoskeleton. Any creatures that have the exo and then the endoskeleton? You got both. Yeah. I wonder if a tortoise would meet that criterion. Yeah. I think it's got some internal structure. As well as that shell, yeah, going on. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's an, it's an endo and an exo. Yeah, it'd be nice to have both because then it's like a bone sandwich, mm. you know, <laughs> which makes you nobody wants to eat you now. Yeah, because a lot of the time you're like, oh, I'll get through this shell mm. and then I'll eat the delicious meat on inside, which is completely mm. bone free. What you really want is you want to be a tortoise who's kind of like a pass the parcel kind of thing, where you got like shell flesh. Another shell, a mm. bit more flesh, and another shell. And then they're, when they're tearing into you, yeah. whatever it is, Absolutely. they get three layers in and they're like, nah, fuck this. Yeah, fuck this. Oh, I'm not going to get all this great flesh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm right. sick of this thing that's filled with flesh. That well, maybe, maybe then you just, that's, that, maybe that's your strategy. You've got a few sacrificial layers on the outside. You, well, you think you want, you want a shell, mm. then on the inside of that shell, thorns. Ah. Uh. Right? Then another shell. And yeah. then inside there, coral. Oh, no. Yeah? Then another shell. Inside there, the scorpions. Flesh, but the flesh has got fish bones in it. Mm. Awful. That'd be a good, that'd be a good system, would be, to, would be to provide a habitat for scorpions on your body. Mm. Right? So you secrete some kind of scorpion mucus that they love, and they're just crawling all over you at all times. Yeah. And anybody wants to bite you. They've got to get through the scorpion layer. Mm, so that's good. Yeah. So you kind of you become you become some kind of scorpion king. Mm, um, yeah, I guess. But so. just through some scorpion fuel that you ooze mm. out, like some you know your sw- instead of sweat. And it seems like it's easy enough to. Mm. So you know all you got to do is stay in a hot room mm. and sweat, and yeah. then but you just thicken your sweat with mm. sugar, sugar or something sure, like that. Sure, sure, sure. When you're so, wet like that, you just roll in some. <laughs> You get mm. get all nice and sweaty, and then you roll in some icing sugar. Okay, you'd like mm. you're like you're you know dusting got, one of those um, little brandy snaps. You know what I think could you could do? Because um, I remember one time my feet would get hot. My feet still get hot, right? That's a, that, yeah. That's a, one of the strangest things about your body. Yeah, it's how your feet run hot. Yeah, my feet <laughs> run really hot. Right, and um, I, I, and then, I diagnosed you with diabetes for a while. Well, it turned out you didn't have it. Yeah, yeah. I so was then, really disappointed. Well, I thought. I'm really onto something yeah. with this diabetes. And when I, when I asked my dad, if my dad, you know, was a former nurse, and I, when I asked him if I had diabetes, he said, does your pee taste sweet? <laughs> and I said, well, I haven't, I haven't tasted it. And then even if I did, I don't think I'd have anything to compare it to. to You've got to drink a lot of pee. Yeah. And so, uh, but that suggests if, if, if these things like, if scorpions like sweet things, you could get yourself diabetes you know, mm. by eating just bag mm. after bag uh, of candy and lollies mm. and stuff like that, and then just con- and just drink water and just pee on yourself mm. like that. Just kind of spray up, mm. maybe lay down and just point up, and then just pee all over yourself. Yeah, like that. And then the scorpions come, and then they while they while they gnaw at your <laughs> you know, at your pee at your pee. That that just when you stand up and and that's all you got to do. And then you lure. stride confidently yeah. into whatever. 
you know. You know, they'll drop off as as you run out of pee on your body. <laughs> but if you know, if you're ever in trouble, if you're ever in trouble, there's always scorpions around, right? <laughs> and so you just lay down and pee on yourself. I think you came to stay at my house in Tasmania, yeah. and there was a scorpion in your shorts. Not in my shorts. No, no, no. Uh, in just in the in the room where we yeah. were there with our fresh baby. Uh, <laughs> It's a um, shame he could have been stung. He could have had all sorts of powers by now. I know, yeah. But you, you got rid of that scorpion, didn't you? Um, yeah. Here's a, here's a sketch. This is what I thought of before, Alistair. I don't know if this is a sketch idea, but it's certainly potent imagery, which you know that we deal in in this show. And it is the Museum of Pain, right? Mm. And what it is, is it's like, you know, at the moment, we have so many places where you can go and have a range of positive experiences. Mm. But this is a person who is the connoisseur of pain. Mm. And they've they've documented all the different types of pain. Sure. Okay? So like different, you know, scorpions and th- different types of ab- abrasions and that kind of thing. Mm. And you can go there and you can you can like, you know, you can you can movie. dial up, you can have a curated pain experience. You can sample mm. exotic pains from different, sure, you know. Yeah, and you what like what is the, uh, you know, what is the umami of pain? Mm, what's you know? the nicest pain? Exactly. I think it's the one where you push your fingernail into your gum. Yeah? Yeah. You think that's the nicest pain? Like you enjoy it? Yeah. That's interesting. We're both doing it right now. Mm. I imagine the listener is trying it at home. It's actually kind of (laughs) Moorish. Makes you go, oh, yeah, I want to experience that pain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, for me, it's got to be pulling on eyebrows. Pulling on eyebrows. Yeah, I like mm. having individual hairs pulled on, mm, mm. and nostril maybe and then hairs. pulled out. Not nostril hairs. No, 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 that makes my eyes water. Yeah, but I enjoy that. Yeah, and then I sneeze. Does you it ne- make it's, you? It's because you never cry. So not nostril <laughs> having nostril hairs pulled out is the only time you feel something close to right, emotion. Right, there's a difference, mate. Mate, there's a difference between never crying and then crying every time you hear two saxophones playing very close notes. Uh, I think these ones <laughs> might have been trombones or something like that. <laughs> So uh, recently I've been hearing, uh, somehow I stumbled upon this Burt Bacharach album, right? And it's um, it's like his second album, right? And it's an instrumental of him doing his own, it's called Reach Out, it's from 1967. I think it's his second album. Anyway, it's just he, a band doing instrumental versions of his thing. Mm. And, uh, and I say a little prayer. Wait, I've, I've, I cried. I've cried during this because I found. Oh, I think that's this is, we're getting close. I think so. I find this so beautiful that every time I have to hold back tears. Wait, let's see if I can. The find first it. time we've played a music track on the show. Yeah, I think so. Okay, wait. Here, I think this is it. No, no, that's the first. What's that? What do you think that is? Trumpet? Or is that a trombone? Hang on. I got no idea. It's in the next one. It's mouth noise. It's not mouth noise. <laughs> it's definitely a horn. It could be a French horn. Look, I'm sorry this is taking way longer. It's worth it. Yeah. Now, now you guys let me know if you anybody cries during this. Okay, here it comes. Very nice. We're going to do it one more time. I just want you guys to get a chance. Little lady sang the high part as well that time. All right, that's it. 
<laughs> little lady. Oh, man. Do you think, you know how there's a brown note for making you shit yourself? Mm. Do you think there's a note for every it's bodily the, secretion? It's the clear note. <laughs> this one is for crying Any... or for having your nose drip. Mm. Um, do you think the Museum of Pain could be Oh, a yeah, Museum of Pain is a good idea. Um, but I mean, it's a good Welcome genuine. Welcome to the Museum of Pain. Um. We have all the pines. <laughs> <laughs> the pine that you get from hearing a guy do a very an accent that you don't know where it's from and you're well, unsure that's if it's how okay. You know it's okay. That's how you know it's okay. I think what we should be doing is coming up with new accents. You know that yeah. that it is okay to do really funny accents, really hilarious accents, but they're new. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good idea. And everybody can do their public domain. This is what this is. This is fantastic. Public domain We come up accents. with entirely new accents and indeed entirely new um, minorities. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they no. have to be. They have to be attached to a to the accent that you create. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, well, not every minority has an accent, though. Alex no, because said. once you attach it to an accent uh, to to a minority, mm. Andy, then it, you can't do it anymore. No, but that we're coming up with new ones. These are these are ones that, where there aren't anybody of that person. They're not real. So, it's like so, that, <laughs> that Twitter bot that comes up with pictures of people that don't exist, right? You can, you can look at that picture. You can treat that picture however you want because that person's not real. You can swear at that picture. Yeah. We're you can come say, with... I hate this guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can treat it and go, oh, this guy is the worst son <laughs> of can, a gun. You can, you, can, you can stick that to the wall and you can throw darts at it all day. Nobody's getting hurt. That's okay? true. But. And, and, and it's the same thing with this bot of mine, which comes up with new mm. minorities. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you say it, that it's because you just want to hurt minorities. No, but, but I don't. I don't want to hurt minorities. <laughs> I don't. But if there was one that nobody was a member of and nothing more minor than zero. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Could the, there be negative one? The, well, maybe. I guess there's just where well, there's one, but they're dead. Mm. <laughs> uh, is a dead person negative one person? I guess it is because it cancels out the living person and you end up with zero total people. But I guess if there's zero, it's only if there's zero and then you create a fake one and then they die. Right. No, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But um, look, I think I like it as a public domain Funny accents. <laughs> okay, you're right. So, I went too far into it, Alistair. It got it's okay. very uncomfortable. I don't know. No, it's not uncomfortable. It's uh, fun comfortable. <laughs> That's the name of our our company. Fun comfortable. Yeah. And you can have fun, and you can be comfortable. Everybody's comfortable because nobody's being victimized. I love that by our novel accents. Our public domain. Public domain funny, funny accents. <laughs> We can even come up with a national dress for each of these. <laughs> <laughs> but and not... then you have something to go into costume parties. Yeah. And again, it's not cultural appropriation because it's public domain. No, I know, yeah. But it's, you know, you, you actually have to know so much about cultures you do, you and do. accents. We're picking the gaps, you know. You There's got... probably not a lot of room, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to find sounds that kind of cultures don't use, mm. you know, or combine them in ways, mm. you know, but... In any way, but but you almost can't even show their um, the the origins, like like for example, you know, like there's like, uh, uh, like that. Mm. Well, is there any cultures that use that? I don't know. say, I mean, you're you're speculating and you're asking the question, but if there is, I? you've just done something really offensive. Yeah, this I know. is the problem. 
And I guess what the bot will have to do well, is treat every tweet out every variation of everything, mm. and then depending on which bot, which which tweets get some sort of you know get get ratioed, mm. it'll be able to finesse its algorithm yeah. and work out which things aren't offensive. We'll have to a anyone. robot. We'll, we'll have a robot voice that can do all these funny acts. Yeah. <laughs> And then the ones that come across as okay, mm. but the ones that get good retweets because they just sound funny. Mm. And you can just, I mean, it's just a variation. You're increasing pitches, you're increasing shortness mm. of syllables, mm. you're, you are you know, adding more on the plosives. What if it's like, you know, uh, <laughs> plosive, positive plosives. Planus. Anyone want to play a game of planus? Anyone play a game of planners? <laughs> and this is a culture where yeah. they, they um, it's not a minority though, it's a very, ma- it's a majority culture. Oh, I'm actually wow. picturing them to be the oppressor. Oh, so wow. that you can, <gasps> so that you really can make good. fun of them. If mm. you, you invent new oppressors with, with mm. uh, funny lines. You could say that they're from another planet and they are the dominant You know what? Oppressor there. When we do get aliens coming mm. down and they do oppress us, yeah. It's going to be a golden age for comedy. It's going to be a golden age. When we're all all of humanity is united mm. as the as as a minority itself, right? We're going to be able to to mock those eight-legged, you know. Such a funny amount of legs, isn't it? Such a funny amount of legs. Even. Why would you pick an even number? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when when aliens arrive, so what, what do you think? When how deep into them being here do you think before we'll be? Able I think to, they're a ball that has legs all the way around, and they actually move around by sort of rolling on their legs. Maybe instead of legs, they've just got like, um, they've got like ray flaps, but mm. they move them like rays in that kind of like, you know, in that kind mm. of like swipey way, but mm. to move along land. Mm. Yeah, and that'll be really funny for us to do impersonations but how of deep, on stage. How deep, how in deep comedy into clubs that are deep underground. How deep, <laughs> where they can't get to yeah. because we make the holes too small. <laughs> they can't get their big round, stiff bodies through. They're like marbles with flaps, mm. right? And um, <laughs> I love <laughs> that how the technology that we have Mm, uh, that, that allows us to, to continue to survive is small holes. We become a burrowing people. <laughs> well, it's the only way you can survive, usually when a big disaster comes. Now, how long into them being here do you think? They're, until, they're, until we start they're to a super them. intelligent alien species, but their bodies are so rigid that they can't get through gaps. Mm. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And so, whole, even doorways, they can't get in there. They they didn't even think about. It. They couldn't even get into the buildings, but they can sort of vaporize your house or whatever. Yeah, uh, you don't think so? I wonder. I the, wonder. The, but let's think about this, Andy. So they arrive, right? At mm. first, we got to be treating it with good faith, right? We got to be like, oh, well, sure. this is actually quite exciting. Yeah. Right. And so then, what do you think? Talks talks break down. Yeah. Well, you maybe know? maybe because we 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 made some sort of. Swipe at their uh, their body type because I mean it's being so rigid. Because I mean, if you think about it, if aliens did arrive, mm. Twitter would light up, absolutely light you up. You reckon that'd be trending? Do you think? I think that somebody would make a joke on Twitter mm. or something like that. Maybe make a meme based off mm. of them. You know, put them in some image. Mm. They have no sense of humor about themselves. Mm. Yeah, 
And then that's when things turn a little yeah. bit. And then we're like, well, if you're not going to have a sense of humor about yourself, you can mm. just go. Mm. And that's when they go, well, no, you can go. Yeah. And what it and is... they start shooting us into, like, individually into space. They just have a gun that they can put us in, mm. and it shoots individual people up into orbit. Wow. What about they <coughs> shoot They shoot us with a gun, and it gives us enormous kinetic energy. It's a kinetic energy gun, mm. right? And they shoot it at you, and suddenly you've got all this kinetic energy. And you but just shoot off into space. You just fly off. Yeah. It stores kinetic energy. Yeah. Somehow. Just, some it absorbs it from the wind. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's just got a, a wind-powered wind, gun. A wind-powered gun. Isn't that beautiful? You see them at your soldiers. They're out there. They're killing each other. But on the top of each rifle, there's Big. a little turbine. Mm. And the, the power doesn't come from gunpowder. Mm. Explosives and chemicals. Harsh chemicals. Harsh, yucky chemicals. I think we've already done a thing about the, an environmentally responsible um, weaponry company where the bombs are full of seeds. <laughs> when they explode, they, uh, they plant native... It's, Native plants yeah. <laughs> to the area. I worry when they when they drop bombs. How many, how much wildlife? You know, they must have such a bad time with that. It's a really good question. Yeah. Nobody's doing that tally. Yeah. Um. But, uh, you know, they got stationary. I mean, it's a early. Te- it's a young technology, but they got like wind technology that has no moving parts. What? No, they do not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got whoa, to do with, whoa, whoa. with you know, like the particles kind of moving through o- over it over the thing and something to do with a charge that kind of gets so they can have non-moving part um, wind as well. That is incredible. Yeah, that will be the, that will, that'll be the dream. I make very excited by that. Mm. Is it somehow used like kind of like static electricity in some way, like, you know, rubbing? Sure. Like what it, it sounds to me like it could be a little bit like whatever makes lightning. Mm, yeah, maybe if there was rubbing, if there was, uh, you know, a rubbing-based technology, mm. where you could, you know, imagine this. It's like a, you know, like it's just a pole, mm. and people when they walk down the street, mm. they just run their hand along, it yeah, like that, and that generates. It's a railing. You're describing some kind yeah. of a railing. <laughs> yeah. Why are we not generating <laughs> a, bala- a banister? Yeah. I mean, we a must balustrade. A balustrade. Now it's not great in a pandemic, but. Mm. At the end, there's just a pool. There's a pool of disinfectant that mm. you just run your hand through. Run your hand through. Right. People are walking anyway. Mm. Right. They're already exerting it. They're already walking around. While they're walking, why not just have them rub a pole? Mm. Right. They're generating static electricity. It's an amber pole. Everybody wears a single woolen glove. Yeah. Every balustrade is made of amber. Yeah, there you go. Now, and and at the top, the top step of every flight of stairs... Mm is made of copper. And now they generate electricity walking up the stairs, and then as they step off at the top, the the st- the static discharges into the copper and goes into the grid. Exactly. And then that And helps. then they get that a micropayment pal- into their PayPal pal account. Exactly. It gets converted straight into Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then which will um, which will appreciate at 300% a year over the next, you know, 100 years probably. So, on average. Is this is this one of your crypto stats, is it? No, no, no. I'm just saying, I'm talking about the history of it so far. Is that really what it's done? Yeah. 300% per year. Yeah. Jesus fuck. <laughs> um, that's, this that's... is becoming a crypto pod real quick. <laughs> um, look, we've got enough ideas. I just don't know, you know, how many of them are actually sketch ideas, Andy. Um, yeah, but 
Um, it's mostly me just showing, you know, tear-inducing harmonies. Mm. And, but look, I'll, we got. Three I love that when that's a new string to our bow now. Yeah, it is, and it's great. I mean, you really didn't give me anything for my idea that there could be a note for every. Um, oh yeah, no, I like that. No, no. But I well, I think it down. could be developed in some way. Note. You know, I think. I think I think if, if there could be a, wa- a way of um, of using that medically. Oh, you know? Of course, or, that you could sort of you could um, you could milk the adrenal gland. Mm. You know, using some kind of uh, sort of you know trap y- yellowy white music. note. <laughs> you know, uh, yellowy white note. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what color adrenaline mm. is, but think about it. You know, like what about spiders that you try to get the venom out of? Mm. But if you could just get that out by playing them, you know, sort of, you know, all the old boat songs there. Mm, sea shanties. Sea shanties. And they're all just squirting. And they just start. They're just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just out there drip like that. And they're just kind of, they're you, just standing on like put that, grate, that grate that is at the, at the sort of, at the base of a lot of urinals. Mm. That's what they stand on. They got thin feet. They can what is the go with that grate? You stand on that grate, don't you? I think you stand, you stand on, on the grate, it, yeah. and and then that's so that any additional drips just fall straight down. Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to be, but it, it makes you think it feels very condescending, doesn't it? But I mean, you it makes I'm not I guess, in I guess of my they're drips? just. I think they're. I mean, you're not. No, you're, you're not. Absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. No, I think it's okay for a toilet true. to condescend to you. <laughs> I think, especially when it's right to. <laughs> um, oh, this this toilet thinks thinks it's above me. Imagine if it was though. Yeah. Toilet high An up, up in toilet. the air. An up toilet. <gasps> toilet where gravity is reversed. I mean, people would want to do that, right? I'm I'm interested. You know, it's a toilet where it's like you're upside down. Dyson will come up with this one. I'm sorry, I've got an idea, but you finish yours. Well, no, it's just I mean, all it is is that you pee straight forward. Mm. Maybe it is into the wind. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> there's 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 Dyson creates a, a wind wall. Right, and yeah. it's just a very powerful sheet of wind that just comes from the ground straight up to the roof, mm. and it's a new type of urinal that's actually much more efficient. <laughs> where <laughs> you stand in front of it and you you piss into it, and mm. then the, the the pee goes up. Yeah, for well, some it'd, reason, it'd be like one of those. Did you check if anyone booked this thing? Yeah, I booked it. Oh great, I'm sorry. Um, it'd be like one of those things for skydiving in, you know. You know those those wind tunnels that you skydive in, mm. like that. But you pee into that, and it goes up. Like that, and then I mean, you you would have an instructor on your back while you're doing. He goes it. up. You'd have an instructor on your back while you do while you're doing it. And what are they? <laughs> They're there to just help you pee. <laughs> I I. If you were peeing while you were jumping out mm. of a plane, mm. would the pee just fall with you, or would it kind of get caught by the wind and then go up? Are there any urinals? You know how you have those urinals. Could you have somebody falling above you with a big toilet? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like that. And I think it would fa- it would have to fall at the same rate as you, wouldn't it? But be? I think, but it's oh, but it would be caught by the wind. Yeah, it'd be caught by the wind. So you, but you've, you've got, got a parachute on. Yeah, but you you're you're free falling first. You're peeing oh, while and you're free falling during free fall. Yeah, but think I think even then you'd probably still experience more drag than the wind than the pee would. Yeah, I think it might still fall faster than you. Just. But you you, think you or could... maybe you'd get to fall alongside it, and you yeah. can watch your you can be. With your pee falling as rain. Mm, that's right. Finally, because you never get to see your pee in, the, in that part of the no. uh, of the water cycle. Yeah, that's right. 
it's left you by then. Mm. You never see your pee get to be in a cloud. It's, it's maturity. Yeah. Reach its... Grow up. <laughs> you know, they, they leave too early. Live its own life. Yeah. Well, that's a real shame. Anyway, yeah. we got three words from a listener. There was something else there. Anyway, it's gone. Oh, yeah, no, I was just going to say, you know those fancy toilets where they have a toilet attendant, mm. right, who gives you, I don't know, hands like a bathroom, towel. Like a bathroom you, attendant. Yeah, I don't know if they have anyone's... For toilet attendant. But I, see, I assume those those Japanese toilets where somebody, like where, you, where the toilet squirts you in the butthole. Mm. Um, that would have started where it's just a person squirting you in the butthole, right? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> you know, do you think it would just be a guy with, with like a, like a sort of a, one of those flower pot... Things to you know to water a flower pot, but it kind of just goes into yeah. I mean, I was just going to suggest a, a really stem. fancy toilet where there's someone to like help you hold your penis or something like that mm. while you're urinating. Oh yeah, that's good. And then maybe dry it with a little towel afterwards. Well, why or not a robot? Why not? You know, that a robotic arm. <laughs> like you know, I mean, you, you know, we'll be pretty deep into the future when people <laughs> feel comfortable putting their <laughs> penis in the fingers of a robotic arm. <laughs> I don't know if we're there yet. I, I, you There's know, too many glitches. I think if it was a little one that mm. is somehow built into your pants, mm. I think everyone would feel okay with that. Imagine one like it's a urinal for it's a it's a unisex urinal, mm. and it's it's a it's just a robot urinal, mm. and it's just got hands. It's got it's got like gentle gentle cupped hands mm. that come, and no matter your what genitals you've got, it it knows how to capture them. Yeah. Capture the urine perfectly. Mm, in and its then, cupped hands. And then dry you off. Yeah. Dry you off, and then it disposes of it in a cool way. Yeah. It just kind of like lets it drip through its fingers, and it makes a cool pattern, maybe writes a word that says, like, bye. Mm, or you the know, hands by, instantly. By, you know, by, um, you know, uh, Asahi beer. Yeah. You know, you know that thing when it, when the water falls and it puts yeah. letters in it? Yeah, I was going to say maybe the hands get instantly chilled to like you know sub sub zero temperatures mm. the urine freezes and then they throw it hard against the wall and it shatters no that's really cool yeah <laughs> yeah they make a swan out of it i guess it's a different thing every time and exactly. then i oh, think we're making people have a reason to go to the toilet exactly now it's, people it's hold on. you never know what it's going to be you could actually save lives because maybe people are holding it in, in for too long Maybe now you could have a public toilet. This is this is like a premium public public toilet where people will pay to use it. Exactly, and it's like the Netflix of going to the toilet mm. because they've always got this great new content. You yeah. never know what they're going to do with your pee. Mm. That's right. They could they could make you a an Oscar statue mm. <laughs> that you know they they put it in a little base and then they hand it to you and then yeah. you get a little photo with it. Yeah. There's a little Oscar statue and it says, um, you know, I pay five bucks to see what they do. Yeah, best. Best director of your urine. Of your urine. You directed yeah. the stream really well. Yeah. <laughs> it's a streaming service. It's a streaming service. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's really nice. Um, man, Net premium Dix. toilets? <clears throat> premium public toilets. Um, yeah, we, uh, we achieved something there. I mean, I wonder, I wonder. I think I think I would pay. You know, sometimes you go to you go to public toilets and you're like, I don't even know if there's going to be paper in there. I don't know if there's going to be soap, mm. right? Yeah. I think I would if there were two toilets next to each other and one was a for-profit model where I pay two dollars, but it's guaranteed it's not going to be gross. But also one where you could just be like, like, there's enough cubicles where they're just like, see in half an hour, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a place where you can just be. You know, it's like you don't. This is a toilet where you don't have mm. res- the, li- the the responsibilities of your lives 
mm. from your life disappear mm. for a while. It's like a hotel. It's like a hotel, yeah. It's like one of those hotels where you just go to have sex with a sex worker. Yeah. You know, you're paying by the half hour, this by the hour. This is just all, it's, it's, it's all en suite. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And There's sometimes, no room, sometimes it's just en suite. Some of them are so nice. Your bathroom has another bathroom, oh. has an en suite. You go, and then you get to choose. Mm. You know, and then you could try it. It's like, you know, it's got marble toilet. Mm. It's got a plastic toilet. Have we, have we ever talked about a lying down toilet? No, we haven't. Because these, this place would have that as an option. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a dangling toilet. One that's like a toilet that's like in a hammock. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a net like that, like a regular <gasps> hammock. There you go. You just lay forward on it like a massage chair. And you yeah. just pee through the holes. Mm, be like right. it would be like what it would be like to pee if you were a fish being caught by a boat. <laughs> you know. Um. <laughs> All right, we got three words from a listener, mm. and this one is from Julian Wales. <gasps> Julian Wales. Julian. You in relation to Jimmy Wales, who invented Wikipedia. Jimmy Wales, the guy who we all know who he is because of. Um, because he's appeared at the top of our screen a few times, mm. begging for money. Yeah, he's it's he, probably because, the most powerful servers in the world that's powered by begging. Mm. But you know, um, you know when he's begging for money for this supposedly free <laughs> service. <laughs> um, no, it's all good. I love Wikipedia. It's Me too. Me too. But you know, and if only three percent of you guys donated ten cents or whatever, then. Mm. They I think I donated in. to them once. Yeah? Yeah, That's I think nice. I did. That's nice. It's weird. I don't know why I did it. Nah. You've been doing it. That's the right thing to do. You love the service. You said, I do, do I you do. pay your wife money? No. You don't give your wife money. <laughs> right, you think have I you ever transferred money to your wife? We have a shared bank account. Yeah, that's giving her money. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know what this is about. I, I don't know, know what's you, happening. You know, you're like, <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like I'm giving my wife money. <laughs> Um, maybe you don't value her if you don't give her money. Galastair. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so Jimmy Wales. <laughs> this is terrible. Jimmy Wales. Julian Wales. Uh, Julian Wales. <laughs> Julian Wales. Thank you, Julian. It could be Wallace. Mm. Could be Wallace. Um, Jimmy Wallace. Got three words. You want to try and guess what the three words are? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and try, please. <laughs> okay. And try okay. this time. Okay. Clinch. No. No, Rapunzel. I feel like I was close. That wasn't in any way <laughs> close. You were closer to Clint, and Rapunzel and, and Clint Eastwood hasn't done Rapunzel pubic. It's a pubic Rapunzel, isn't it? It's a Rapunzel where it, her pubes are really long, and she lets them out of the window. No, 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 no. Somebody claw, crawls up her extremely long pubes, but it's a pubic loss. Oh, earlier the thing I was thinking about is that, like, if anything was going to give you, if any insect was going to give you a mental boost, mm. it would make sense if it was pubic, if, if not pubic, if it was regular head lice. Yeah, you know, they're already on your head. They're living in there. It's in their interests for your head to be strong and healthy. Well, you know, I and mean, to meet many other people to make you very social so mm. that they can spread. Yeah, that's true, and. Kids tend to get it while they're at school, which is a place where you go to think. Mm. You know, we don't know if kids, they don't actually give us a chance to find out whether or not kids who have hair, uh, head lice do better in school. You know that expression, put our heads together. Mm. You know, surely it, it, head lice, it's in their interest for make, to make children more collaborative. Mm. Yeah. You know, to want to get into small groups and focus on problems. You know, the way I've, I've pictured that, that 
you would do that is that you just use a regular belt. Mm. And then you just get as many people to put their head through the the belt loop. Yeah. The belt, you know, and then you just tighten it. <laughs> you put your heads together. Yeah. And well, they like, solve problems. Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, all right, Jimmy Wales, the second word Rapunzel. is... Rapunzel. Yeah, well, no, you already guessed the second word, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I tried pubic. No, it wasn't pubic that you said, I don't think. I think it was. Well, it's fish. Rapunzel, fish. Rapunzel, fish. Mm. I'm trying to guess what the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. last one... Legume. Legume? No, Andy. Dystopia. Rapunzel, fish, dystopia. Yeah. I mean, these are good. Yeah. These, I mean... No. Think of the first fish that you think of that has hair. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, already the, the cat- idea of fish, something happens the- and fish get hair. Well, the catfish has whiskers, which it's is true. which is kind of like hair. But I mean, I mean, it would be nice to think of a, a fish that has like a horse's mane, mm. like a beautiful fish. Mm. I, think, I think that's the problem. That's why fish don't have hair, because then they would be too beautiful. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Too beautiful. And we'd all just be walking into the ocean. When God was designing all the animals, he said, tell you what, shave the fish Hmm. because this is, we're not going to be able to keep man on the land at this rate. I think, I think a sort of some, a capitalist would have Hmm. gone and has, has already gone and killed all the fish that are too beautiful so that man could get work done. Yeah. <laughs> and work for him. It's a it's a conspiracy of some kind. Mm. They, they don't want you to I think they don't they, want you to have uh leave entitlements. Mm. They they don't want you to have toilet breaks and they don't want you to have sexy fish. This is this is late stage capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody would just be walking off the job straight into the ocean to marry a cod. Or I think there was probably there was something there was something that they discovered that these capitalists discovered that not only were fish with hair so beautiful to mm. to man mm. man being you know the the, the race the species mm. um, but also there was something about the relationships that men and women had with fish with hair where the relationship just never went stale. <laughs> There was like, you know, the relationship never matured. It always stayed in the holiday mm. period, you know, and capitalists, they they said, I'm sorry, but this is just too, too, too much of a good thing. Mm. We can't allow this. Nobody wants to work in my factory. Because <laughs> their relationships with their fish wives and husbands are so strong. Too strong, too good. Do you think that when people now, when they look longingly, yearningly out to sea... You know, it's probably some kind of genetic memory of us searching for our soulmate out there. You know, our, yeah, our, I think our fishy, fisherman's friend. I think that there was probably a scenario in which a man was once one with fish. Mm. You know, and that we search. We're Still constantly searching for that other half. You know, there's probably a no place wonder we're overfishing the ocean. Because we're looking for the one. Yeah. 
You know, there's probably a place on the human body where a fish slides in perfectly. It might just be. <laughs> you know, I think there's a hole. There's a there's a gap. I don't that know. We no, all feel. I think that it could just be along the butt cheeks. Like if you lay in down between. Yeah, in between. So kind of like a something that would hold up a taco. I feel right. If you yeah. just slid most fish, they would they would kind of just be held up like that. And if you were laying on a skateboard, mm. you could s- sort of use that paddle br- along, paddle bridge, along the ground style. like that, and the fish would be allowed to experience the, what life on the land would be like. Yeah, I don't I don't know if this is a way that you would find a soulmate, but it feels like it could be some kind of exotic massage form of massage from a mm. different country for the fish or for you. But for for you, this could be a service that they offer. They've got some kind of thing. Where they they have this specific specific type of fish in some country, and th- it it fits perfectly between the butt cheeks. And you go there, you pay a certain amount, and they'll lay this fish down there. And I don't know, maybe it it, it just it achieves some kind of therapeutic benefit. I think benefit. I think it it might be com- if for the fish to stay in there. I think it the fish would itself have to be calming. So maybe it's like a therapy for fish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That they like it. It would be a kind of hug. Yeah, they, could they don't get to experience hugs really. And I think for them, from, especially from warm being, ass meat. Mm, well, exactly because for for a fish, being clasped is synonymous with being eaten. I think, mm. but you know the 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 the, the cheeks of the butt yeah. can't, can't eat you. They're so non-threatening. They that's have right. no teeth. Well, that's right. They arrive and in, it's a way in, to be in the, in the 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 unteethed jaws of the mm. butt. <laughs> The toothless. The toothless jaws of the butt. The toothless vertical grin. Yeah. I guess it's kind of, yeah, it's a sort of a, they're kind of thick lips, aren't they? Mm. They're, the, they're sort of vertical lips. Mm. The, verti- the, the buttocks vertical lips. They are the lips. lips of the butt. Mm. Mm. It's strange. It would be good to be able to use them a bit more like lips so that you could add enunciation to any sounds that are emitted. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have the first clue. A Rapunzel fish dystopia could also be some sort of reverse Rapunzel situation where rather than being a long-haired woman trying to get down from a tower, mm. it's a long-haired fish trying to get up from the ocean. Mm. You know, it's by it's, bringing it bringing a hair up. It throws its it throws its um hair up onto the land in the hope that somebody is that's kind of like reverse fishing as well. Because <laughs> then it's like yeah. somebody it, grabs it and then they pull you in. No, or yeah, I was thinking that maybe they want to be pulled out, but then why mm. would they want to be out? Maybe they are there to kind of pull you pull in. Pull you in and then they eat you? They have such beautiful hair. People go down to the beach to run their fingers through mm. it and then they, they yank you into the ocean. They eat they, you. They mimic that beautiful shine of a Pantine, Pantine Pro mm. V-Ad. And body, pe- people see it and they think, oh, somebody's beautiful hair here that I will, <laughs> that's sticking out of the water. Maybe, it, I mean, people would think that's a dead body probably. And then they would go and check on it. And they and this this fish just eat mostly rescuers. Mm. Oh, and then good Samaritans, and that's how er, land, uh, that's how society becomes evil. Yeah, because all our good Samaritans <laughs> get, have been eaten get, by fish, by sexy fish. By, well, at least a fish with sexy hair <laughs> that you want to rescue. Oh, that hair's so sexy! I want to rescue whomsoever mm. it is attached to. Um, interesting. Um, do you think that's? I think this thing, I think overfishing the land, fish overfishing the land is a very interesting mm. place for us, it, us to go. Well, that, We're left with only the uh, the bad Samaritans on land. This And that is a true dystopia, isn't it? <gasps> Have we got there? We got there, Jimmy Andrew, Wales. Jimmy Wales, <laughs> Julian Wallace. 
Andrew, I will take you through the sketch ideas. Also, this is an in-room. If you guys hadn't noticed, this is an in-room episode. We're all both in the same podcast because we just did an episode. We we just did our second show of Teleport. And it went good. It's going good. I'd love it for people to come down and see it. We've been getting great crowds, and it feels weird. We almost remember the whole show now. We We basically do. We basically do. We only have to help each other a little bit. The first show was a little bit bumpy. Second show... Barely bumpy. Mm. It was it was like a it was like a dirt road. <laughs> well, what's the what's the first kind of road? Hey, that the, was just that was mo, what were those things that the when you go skiing with the the moguls? Mo, oh moguls? right, yeah. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't even that. Dirt bumpy. moguls. Dirt moguls. Anyway, dirt mogul. Mm. It's a guy. Yeah, he's got all the dirt. <laughs> he's got he's got so much. So he's he he provides this city with dirt. I mean, there are people who do that. It's not even enough of a thing. No? Yeah. I know, garden but, but supplies. I know, but to be called the dirt mogul. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, you want to do it? Bert's dirt. Bert's dirt moguls. Take um, me through it, Alistair. Bert, I'm not looking Bert, forward to hearing what these are. Bert's dirt moguls is a guy who, because it's such a common thing, mm. he just sells dirt moguls. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are moguls, but you can own one. He's a mogul mogul. Is that right? Yeah, but a dirt mogul mogul. You can have your own little mogul. I'd love to have a little mogul. Just a little mogul mm. who lives in my house and thinks he's really important. Yeah, that would be fun. You know, he's... he's hey, where do you think you're going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he thinks he can boss me around, but he can't. Mm, that's really <laughs> nice, yeah. But he's small. He's like as big as a can. Yeah. <laughs> he's dressed up real nice, and he's looking at his big gold watch that he and pocket watch. He's got like one... Dollar coin, and he because it's so huge to him, he thinks it's really valuable. Yeah, <laughs> hey, come back here, you'll never work in this town again. <laughs> I'd love to have someone I can, I can just ignore like that. Oh, somebody who's powerful, mm. who who oozes power, but tiny is man, powerless. Tiny, the man, tiny house mogul. Mm. A mogul does sound like something that it's a bit like a mole and it's a bit like a gerbil, and you know, the mogul is sort of. Could be a little thing that pops out of holes. That's one of the ways that you can actively ignore something for fun. Exactly. Mm. It's a little pet. Oh, that's really nice. He doesn't have a soul, so it's okay. No. Okay. So you're yeah. not actually. That's. You know, I mean, that is nice. By treating him, by ignoring him, you're not actually hurting him in any way. Yeah, but then I don't think regular people have souls. So anyway, so we got butterfly camouflage person, mm. <laughs> a hero. Maybe that could be a new gadget in the next James Bond. Mm. Q's like, and here we have butterflies. Q, and they yeah. flock all over you. Q's just been living on a commune for yeah. a little bit. And he's like, oh, his ideas have gotten a bit more wishy-washy. You know, more lovey-dovey. I was thinking, you know, maybe we shouldn't be doing all this stuff, all these gadgets, you know, all these rare metals. You know, <laughs> how much mining noses reckon the environment, man. I'll just train, train a bunch of butterflies <laughs> to just make them look. They look like a nice. They look like. Wallpaper. I can make them look like you. So it looks. You'll be standing there, but actually you're standing over there. <laughs> and then bang! You just use this bloody. You throw this, this lump of manure at them. <laughs> oh, compress this manure so thick, mm. man. You light it up, it'll go up in flames, bro. Really great character. Yeah. It's environmental cue. Mm. I'll write it down. It's, you know. 
We need sketch ideas. We need um. You heard the first one. Um, then we got scorpion inoculation for kids who hate needles. <laughs> then we got uh, exo and endoskeleton. We do have an alternative to needles now. After working for a really long time, we finally developed an alternative vaccine delivery method yeah. for, that, that gets, solves the problem of you know jab fear. Jab yeah. phobia. So I want you to put on this harness. We're <laughs> gonna strap you to the ground, <laughs> and I'm gonna just put these walls up here around you, these perspex walls, and bring in Why the are buckets. They perspex? Of... Why? Well, it's so... being televised. <laughs> it's also parents like to be able to look into the eyes of their children while they have buckets of scorpions <laughs> poured on them. You know, it's 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 wrong to take. It's wrong to hurt your child, but it's not wrong to take pleasure while they are hurt. <laughs> but they're not being hurt. They just think they are. Ah, yes. And will think for the rest of their life and carry around that uh, fear in some kind mm. of uh, stress um, post-trauma. Mm. Um, ah, SPT. And then there's the person who has discovered that they can protect themselves by covering themselves in scorpions by just peeing on themselves and it's a person with diabetes but <laughs> for some reason in this world scorpions love sugar love sugar pee <laughs> this is the sugary pee this is the worst thing we've ever written no down. it's not this is no there's much worse <laughs> there's one down here environmental cue um then we got the museum of pain yes and um it's gonna be where you sample all the different types of pain mm. Heartbreak throughout the ages. <gasps> I didn't even think about emotional pains. I was only thinking about physical. Imagine ones. it's a room you walk in, and you meet your one true love. You, oh no! It simulates oh, no. meeting your one true love. You might even be married as you walk in there. Wow! It simulates meeting your one true love. You like to the point where you're like, this person in in minutes. This person is so perfect for me. You decide. To leave mm. your family. <laughs> and they're just waiting outside. <laughs> and and they're watching on yeah, the screen outside. Yeah. And then and then you get let down yeah. by the person. And then you have to go back out to your family. <laughs> and that's another type of pain. And then you go, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of your lives together yeah. is spent in the knowledge that none of well, that you will you so easily so, well, would have done would have I mean this person was your one true soulmate. It sounds like it was quite intense, but I think just the the thing of like I'm actually grieving someone else this entire rest of our lives. Yeah, this person that was just made by so an artist perfect. in a you know, through some some three D model. No, it was just a picture. <laughs> it was just a it was a caricature no, artist. But imagine... It's just a picture of somebody driving a, <laughs> a Volkswagen Beetle <laughs> playing tennis. <laughs> You just tell them all the things that you love and then they draw a caricature of a person who does all that stuff and you, you fall in love it, with it because it it's say, your perfect I'm going to leave my wife. <laughs> <laughs> just on to the camera. <sighs> oh. Oh. Yeah, and they tell you, oh, we're going to take away this picture unless you say the words, I'm going to leave my wife. And you do it because you're so pathetic. And then they take it away anyway. And then you have to go back out of the booth. With no picture and <laughs> maybe no wife. <laughs> um, oh. That's the Museum of Pain mm. for you. 
That's, that's a good museum. <laughs> it's so good. And it's free. It's a free museum. It's like Mona. How do they do it? Yeah. Well, well the guy got all his money from gambling. Yeah, that's cool. That's how you do it. Then we got pu- public domain unfunny accent. No, not funny ac- unfunny accents. Funny accents. There's also a public domain unfunny accent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are all the ones that we made along the way <laughs> that aren't funny, but, but they can use them for drama. <laughs> <laughs> they can use them for drama films. Uh, yeah, we know all of the funniest accents. What are the most tragic accents? What are the saddest accents? I'm not gonna have a good time today. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we got um, Golden Age for comedy when aliens arrive. Mm, we can mock them. Can mock them. Then we got note for every bodily secretion, you know, like the brown note. Mm. Um, you can just play the body. The, you can play it to the body, and then the body secretes that thing. Entire, Maybe we, you make an entire symphony just using the various different squirt notes. Yeah, absolutely. And you might even discover by testing this on the body new fluids that the body can produce that we didn't even know. Very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> You opened your mouth in such a, a fun way. You went. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new sound that lets you, you know, like laughing is good for when, mm. you know, <laughs> for when you say something funny and then it makes you feel good. Mm. But an idea, uh, you know, a sound that people make <laughs> for when you come up with a good idea. A lip smacking idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you could picture a big crowd of people doing it. One. Two, three. I got to get my mouth open to get more of this sound of this idea into my head. Just letting it in through the Just ears wasn't let, enough. No, this idea is so every good. Every orifice in my body, <laughs> let wide me open. Let me go see myself. Just shout this into my butthole <laughs> so I could I could feel the idea all reverberating up through my intestines. This is how good the idea is. <laughs> Shove a pipe. Shove a pipe down my oh, dick no, put, put and the, yell into a funnel no, so my those. balls could hear. <laughs> I want to hear this idea everywhere. Take me. Take me take, with your idea. One of those funnels, old school funnels that are like an old lady would put into her ear and put, an it, ear into, trumpet. And put it into my nostrils. <laughs> put a trumpet in every hole in my body. Oh, slide it around my eyeballs and trumpet into my... Oh, slide, just yes, a little tube, a little micro-tube back around the back of my mm, eyes. Just Yell it into my optic nerve. Yes, through a, an, an audio fibre instead of an optic fibre, <gasps> one that transfers just audio. Imagine that. It's got just fluid in it for, to transport the audio the even faster. Does the sound travel fa- faster through water than it does I through I think it might. Because the particles are closer together. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, uh, then we got... Premium public toilets. Mm. Oh, that's good. Somewhere where you could just shit for 45 minutes. <laughs> it's untimed. Untimed. Not like the current day. No. I know, but you but there's feel... There's pressure. Yeah, there's, there's social pressure. Because we live there's, in a society. There's, there's no pressure. In, with this one, right, we have like a sort of a safety deposit box kind of system mm. where you go into the booth and then your booth... Is actually taken away. Yes, it's like one of those car parks. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it gets lifts it, taken it into deep storage, way mm. up the back of a warehouse. There's no one outside the door. It's actually more troublesome if you poop quick. Yeah, because <laughs> they got to get you back out. Yeah. 
oh, all right. And they got to get a, a guy with a key. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> uh, then we got fish with hair were too beautiful and relationships too perfect. Capitalists had to kill all those fish to, mm. to get people to work in their factories. Then we got good Samaritan eating fish, which over, overfishes the land and takes all the good people. Mm. They look like they need to be rescued. And anyone yeah. who tries to rescue anybody with an in, every other rescuing instinct mm. gets dragged deep, deep beneath the, the waves mm. and, they get and rid devoured. Of good people, and only evil people are left, people who don't care about others. And then we got tiny house mogul that you can actively ignore and feel good about because they boss you around. (laughs) (laughs) They say, ah. You can put a little cup over him. Yeah, you can put a cup on him. You're not the boss of me, you can say to him. And he goes, yes, I am. (laughs) Lifts the cup. Get back here. You can can storm into, he's got a little office. And then you come out sometimes. A little kennel office and you can storm into there. You can quit any day, any time you want. You can tell him you quit. And, you know, sometimes you come into the kitchen and he's just sleeping on the counter. Mm. <laughs> and he wakes up and he goes, hey! <laughs> what are get, you back l- get back to work. <laughs> you, you're slacking off on my dime. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just got one, he's got five cents with him or whatever. <laughs> Ten cents, whatever his dime is. And then we got environmental cue. He's like, oh man, bloody hell. I didn't see you come in. Because <laughs> you co- and you're not even covered in butterflies. Yeah, Q had got a, a piece of tech that had made him a bit younger, and he started, you know, getting getting into weed because he hadn't gotten into it the first time he got through life. Mm. So, mm. you know, it just kind of changed his point of view, man. Instead of uh, instead of a gun to kill the other guys, mm. uh, a spliff that you can spark up with the other guys, and then everybody's cool, man. Oh, you can just cool, talk man. through your, your, your differences. Man, all the... Yeah. All I know the, how spliffs work. You can just offer the henchmen more money. Their job's not going to oh. pay that well. All that tech would cost so much money to man, build. Just pay off. Just pay, just pay all the henchmen. Hench. If you offered a henchman 20000 bucks, right? Even if it was 50000 bucks, that's probably a year's worth of salary, right? Have a year off? Here you go, have a year off. (laughs) (laughs) Slim in. (laughs) Go home, spend some time with your family. Yeah, actually, it'll be quite nice, actually. That's the henchman now. Actually, it'll be quite nice, actually. Are you related to a guy called Q? It's weird, because I meet him at work all the time. He sounds just like you. Yeah, actually, yeah. You know Q, man? (laughs) Fucking hell, yeah, man. Small world, yeah, the uh, sort of... Fighting or defending bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Q, he's recently young. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, of that machine or whatever. Huh? Yeah. yeah, I was the dark I mean, horse of that family. You go, you go into, instead of going into an enemy base mm. with money or with a gun, you go in with a technology that Q's invented that can make anybody look younger. And you just go up to the bad guys and you say, look, I could, we could fight. Could make you look fifteen years younger. Thirty years it. younger. Thirty years younger. You're gonna be a boy again. You can start over. Mm. And they go fucking hell, mm. yeah, <laughs> actually. Yeah. So you zap them, and they run out as a little kid. Yeah. 
And they just feel so playful. They're mm. just going to play with those big doors, with the mm. big metal things. And they go, oh, I've got my fingerprints a bit different now because I'm so small, can't get out. <laughs> oh, can you help me? I can't reach the fingerprint scanner. You can be a piggyback. Can you get me out of here? All right, we got to stop, Alistair. All right, sorry. Um, uh, and and Thank you so much for listening to Two in the Thing. Thank God we appreciate the yeah. ever-living out of that. and ever-living um, heck. We uh, appreciate everything yeah, that you so do and say and think. Thank you so much for listening. You know, uh, you know why not? Um, check us out on Twitter. I'm at AlistairTB. We're at Two in Tank. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. We're also on Instagram. <laughs> I'm at A Tremblay Birchall, which is the worst thing. Uh, but, nobody, but, it, but it was free, so mm. I took it. Uh, we're at Two and Tank as a uh, Instagram for our thing. You can see the you can see what our set for teleport looks like on there. My <clears> email <throat> address is andyjamesmatthews at gmail dot com. Yeah, that's right. Send him a letter. <laughs> send him a letter. <laughs> um, you know, send him a, a, a beautifully handwritten letter that you've taken to a photo of and put it in an email. Uh, Just send me a photo of the envelope. Mm, yeah, but also the contents. Sure. Yeah, um, and you can we s- support us on Patreon if you like. But you can, you know, you can leave a review. Not that that's important. You can still listen to the pop test, and you can listen to the pop test. Imagine that. The last episode just gone out. It's really funny. Got great. Uh, Greg Larson, go see Greg Larson at the Comedy Festival if you can still get a ticket. Yeah, uh, I got a good ticket. luck. You got a ticket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good on you. And we, we love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.